if I want to give myself advice, it. <laughs> Silence is the best a, advice. It's called absence seizure. You will learn that in third year. Yes. <laughs> or it could be a thought blog. Yeah. Or mental You're listening to the Dog Whisperers, the podcast for medical students. Come, join us on our adventure through medical school and life beyond. So sit back. Relax and let your ears be blessed. Welcome to episode three, guys. Yay. Yay. On today's topic, we'll be discussing a little on life in med school. Ooh. I mean, because we're all final years, we've been through quite a bit, as you heard in episode zero. <laughs> so we'll, I guess I'll ask these guys a couple of questions on how their life is like in med school and join us along for the ride. Bring it on. So for my first question for you guys is just briefly describe what you wish you knew before coming to med school. Can we start with Caroline? Okay, so hi guys. Um, okay, one point that I realized is really important is that you need to know that you really have passion for the subject. Right guys? I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree more. Because guys, you're investing five years of your time. Not five in some countries. In like, Indonesia, it's six years. And it's really a long time and a lot of time for you to regret what you're doing. So before that, make sure you know what you're getting into. Not just that, even after med school, you're investing your life in it, right? True, true. After med school, you don't necessarily get the doctor license straight away. You would have to complete your training and then comes the specialty trainings and all such. So essentially, it's a lifelong learning process. True that. But uh, if you were to ask me, what would I wish to know before entering med school? I guess I would wish to know that I should not be in over my head too much. Know that, you know, should always keep on learning from other people. And uh, So are you saying you were very arrogant when you entered med school? Definitely, I would say. I see, I see. Because mm-hmm. Borhan here, he's a scholar and, you know, scholars tend <laughs> to be... A good... You don't have to bring that up. You don't have to bring that up. Okay. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, for me... Actually, first thing, yeah, of course, I agree with Caroline that passion is really the thing that you really need in order for you to continue this lifelong process. But one thing that I think you all should really know is even though you are prepared to join med school, you think that you are ready, but you are not. So what I want to say is be prepared for the ups and the downs. You should enjoy the ups because you get to fulfill your purpose of you entering med school, helping people, patients, and even their family. And the downs is you need to be prepared for the things that you aren't prepared for. Yeah, I see, I see. Very deep. <laughs> for me, I think my number one advice for those thinking for going to med school is if you're going to med school just because your parents want you to go, it's better if you just leave your family now rather than join med school. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Because the amount of pain and hardship that you're going to go through just because of your parents is so not worth it. Because at the end of the day, um, it's your happiness if that's what matters rather than your parents' happiness. If they can't see that your happiness is more important than their own happiness, then I think they need to reconsider what they believe as good parenting. Um, 
yeah, you can have that conversation with them later after you hear this podcast. But yeah, it's a lot of a life full of hardships and if you if you don't have the passion for it, it's not going to be fun. No, oh man. And one thing, uh, as a reasoning for becoming a doctor, if your reasoning is, I like to help people, I don't think that is sufficient. Listen, listen to my reasoning, okay? Um, you don't need to be a doctor to help people. You can be a policeman, you can be a yeah. fireman. Why, why you want to help people must be a doctor? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Uh, why? <laughs> so what's, more? what's your answer to that? My answer is you need more than that. Helping people is a subsidiary to why we become doctors. Yeah, yeah. Um, there needs to be more reasoning to that, I believe. And the reason you can only find with yourself, to be honest. You, you know. Yeah, as you can see, in this group, we have the spiritual one, which is Rohan. <laughs> yes. Who answers questions mainly based on his feelings. <laughs> yes, yes. And then we have the more logical one, meaning the rest of us. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying, it's your part of your life. You gotta make it your own, man. Damn. I mean, you can, follow, you can follow people, but if that's not truly what you want, you will never be happy, though. You can quote him and tag us on Twitter at hashtag TDW. Yes. difficult thing about med school actually I know there's a lot there's a lot of things but yeah. you personally what is the most difficult thing I find that this is the answer for many people it's about the time to do what you want to do and what you used to like to do because in med school it's lecture every day 8 to 5 then after that you're expected to go back and study okay? and you should study a lot and know a lot and the time that you used to have is gone. You can't, you can't, even you set goals, okay, you set goals, but you can't achieve them because there's no time to achieve it. And I think that's the most difficult part that I experience. What were some of the goals that you had to forsake to achieve your med school dream? Okay, for example, I set goals to read a book, not finish a book, but at least read a book every day. Like maybe 15 to, uh, to 20 minutes a book just right. to increase knowledge but come on the book be realistic the book you're going to be studying is probably a medical book because you're expected to know so much I see so you lose the time when you're you know mm-hmm. I completely agree and most of the time we are so so bogged up by reading words in the medical <laughs> books that we don't want to look at any other external materials anymore do you we guys close agree? ourselves off yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You see a lot of like this stereotypical med student or a doctor who is essentially a nerd who just are socially awkward and just don't know how to function in real oh, life. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah because yeah. We, sh- we close ourselves off, you yeah, know. Yeah. But there are ways to overcome it. So yeah. I just went to podcasts, I went to audiobook, and it kind of helps when I'm free, when I'm going, going to, uh, in public transport, driving. Yeah, it's a good way. And some people think that they're very smart, they just don't do as well. They are number one in their high school, but when they mm. enter med school, things change drastically. Mm. So, you are smart doesn't mean that you can handle medicine. But yeah, it's about a passion. I hundred percent agree. Um, when I was posting with a doctor, he said quite a poignant thing that has really stuck with me throughout my medical years. He said, "Good doctors, uh, sorry, let me rephrase. 
dumb doctors are the best doctors. And I think that's come quite true for these past five years. The smartest doctors aren't necessarily the ones who have the best communication skills with the patient. I agree. Because at the end of the day, a good doctor is someone who can understand understand and treat the patient as a patient rather than a disease. So for example, he might have a heart disease. But underlying the heart disease, he has like he has family issues at home or whatnot. And like a good doctor will be able to decipher that. Someone who's extremely just book smart, he might be able to diagnose the heart disease. But you know, if you don't have that communication skill, you're not going to be able to be a good doctor. You can be a good researcher. That's another option for you. Um, but yeah, that's my two cents on it, I guess. It's like he's able to see the heart disease, but he's not able to see the heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Hey, but you, you made a very good point right there. So you think you're smart? Doesn't mean that you'll become exactly. a very good doctor. Yeah. And don't and yeah, this is for me in personal experience. Just because you're dumb doesn't mean you can't be a doctor. That's another point of that. Yes. Yeah. That's for example, I failed like at least five, six subjects in form four, <laughs> and I'm quite proud of it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm still <laughs> in final year med school. Uh. I yeah, might fail this year, but <laughs> making it. Uh, hopefully I'll pass. But He's gonna make it in colors, man. Don't be, don't be afraid just because you didn't do so well in SPM. Don't be afraid, guys. Honestly, it's all about the effort. To be honest, mm, uh, I've heard doctors actually telling me that anyone can do medicine as long as you had the passion and the effort. Yep. Okay, just to continue, like um, when you're previously, you ask about one of the most difficult thing that we experience while being in med school. And um, tying in into what Burhan mentioned about being the socially awkward doctor, which is completely understandable from a medical student point of view, because imagine not having enough time for your studies and you still have to juggle and put in time for social life as well. That's pretty much insane. And um, get used to this term called social pressure. And uh, most of the time you'll be feeling very guilty for not studying enough because you feel like... um, you don't have enough time to cover most of the material most of the time. So get used to the guilt, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Guilty pleasures, man. And you see people overperforming in the class, like, oh, dude, what are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> but don't get, like, don't be daunted by this, to be honest. There are ways to manage time, yeah. if done well, to actually keep an active social life, active physical life, as well as an active mental yeah. life. Agree. It's, yeah, it's de- definitely doable. 100% agree. I haven't reached there yet, but it's definitely doable. <laughs> We're all learning. But oh. as for me though, uh, personally going through, after going through uh, almost five years of med school now, I think the most difficult thing about med school is the realness that you get. And by that, I mean, when you're learning about a disease, you're learning it from a textbook and all, you hear about diseases from friends and from families, you hear about it by word of mouth. But when you're in the hospital wards, you're actually looking at the person either going through tremendous amount of pain, dying, or even clueless to their condition in terms of mental illnesses. Like I've seen patients who are just outright out of sound of mind essentially. And it it strikes deep it really does and it just makes you reflect on your own self and it's really heavy um, it but really does take a toll on you isn't that a reason why you would want to do medicine as well yeah yeah indeed it definitely burns and reignites my fire every time but before the reignition of the fire i would kind of essentially be affected in a way yeah and 
it would be inhuman to say that you would not be affected at all because I mean the reason why we become doctors is because we care so yeah yeah it's kind of a double-edged sword you know it caring is. too much caring too little is not good yeah whereas for me the most difficult thing is staying motivated throughout the five years you know you you enter med school first year as this really happy-go-lucky person all ready to save the world you know like oh i'm gonna solve all the problems in on earth famine flood mm. find, find a cure for cancer find a cure for cancer i will solve it me alone it i don't need anybody else mm. then reality really hits you you know after your first exam in med school <laughs> you realize oh god i'm actually not that smart huh? <laughs> um, maybe i need some help saving the world then yeah. you go to second year actually the world don't really need saving <laughs> um but then as, as time goes on, you just start to see more and more hurt and pain in the world yeah. and you realize how helpless you are. And that that was a big issue for me um, going into final year as, as I graduate to become a doctor because are we really helping the system by becoming a doctor? Hmm. Do we really need more doctors? And that is something I struggle with because we I grew up in a family where you know we want doctors you know I'm Chinese by the way. <laughs> uh, you know doc- doctors are, 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 are prided upon. Um, but yeah, staying motivated and finding reasons why you do medicine is very important and just keeping it in mind throughout the five years, is it, it helps you stay motivated. also leads me to my final question as we wrap up the episode how do we actually be successful in med school i'm sure a lot of listeners out there are either first years or people who are going into med school and they want to do their best in med school and you guys seem to have survived um, five years and doing pretty well so what are your tips and tricks to be successful in med school borhan tell me well um for me personally as i entered first year um i'm a very last minute kind of guy and when I came in I saw people who straight up started studying like from day one they started getting all these thick 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 textbooks thick and with two C's thick with two C's and I got freaked out and I actually started studying but I realized that it was not really my style and the energy and the motivation died out and I could blame that on myself as well. Like I should have kept myself motivated. But what I'm trying to say here is play to your strengths and weaknesses. Find your own way. Do not be so affected by what other people are doing. Just remember that you have your own pace and you will learn things. And what matters is that you get there properly with the right ways and right facts. And you should be successful. But also, learn from other people. Don't just keep to your own ways. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sam. Okay. Just to follow up on Wenyang's point just now, when they talk about motivation, which I think, yes, having motivation, it it helps you become successful. Why? Because, like what you said, we all entered with full motivation. We want to do so much for the world, for the people around us, and for yourself too. But then it just dies down after that because there are so much hardships that come, okay? The, the, the workload, uh, the, the tiredness, the exhaustion. But one thing I say is, 
whenever the excuses come to you, you have to fight them. Yeah. You fight the excuses that come to you. If you say that, okay, I don't have time to do this, then sacrifice some other time to do some other stuff. It's, it's pretty simple, it's pretty logical. Priorities, isn't it? It's priority, it's all about priority. We all, all people have 24 hours in one day, okay? It's just you, how you manage your time and how you allocate and prioritize what you want to do in life. And remember, what's the core value of you? What's the purpose of you entering med school? When you find it, remember it, recall it, and you go ahead and you strive. Beautifully said, nice. Beautiful. Thanks, I don't know how you're going to follow up on that, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a tough one. I'm not going to say a lot about it because it's pretty much similar to what they've said. And also, touching on what Wen Yang has said, uh, my definition of success is definitely not to cure cancer or any of the biggest, grandest ambitions that people regard as good. For, for me, now what I want to do is to find something that I'm good at, to know my limitations as well, and eventually try my best to contribute most not just to the world outside but also to my own happiness damn that was quite a good that reminds me of three idiots don't chase success chase value and success will come chasing after you pants down oh Oh, wow thanks (laughs) boys all right so and finally i'm gonna close in a word of prayer no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) for me how to be successful in med school um, as cheesy as it sounds, you need a support system in med school. Mm, yeah. It is a tough time. I'm not gonna lie, it's not easy. At times, you will feel like you are very alone and no one is there for you. So start looking out for people who can be your support system. Be it your family back home, friends. Make friends. Med school is all about making friends. And trust these people. Don't be afraid to show the emotional side of you. Um, these people can be there for you and they can be the the people that really power you through this med school journey and these are the friends that you will make and maintain friends for the next 10-20 years of your life so it's important to have a support system and with that that ends episode 3 yeah well said guys so I hope you guys learned something from today's episode yeah if you have any questions you can tweet us at doc underscore whispers or hashtag tdw yeah all right so subscribe and like our podcast on itunes spotify google play or wherever you get your podcast see you next time bye, bye.